Welcome to Co-Water Voice. We voice critical views and marginalized aspirations within the water development sector. Co-Water is a postdoctoral research program funded by the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program, Marie Skodowska-Kuri Action. Co-Water examines conflicts over water resources and water territories and seeks to understand the conditions of possibility for turning conflicts into civil society co-production. I am Pratimi Vidyatmi Putri, the University of Kassel in Witzenhausen. In the rest season of spring 2022, I invite you to know my colleagues. Kowota is hosted at the Department of International Agricultural Policy and Environmental Governance in the Faculty of Organic Agricultural Sciences at the University of Kassel. It is not surprising that many researchers affiliated in the department has been working on water socio-ecological systems and water governance. I spoke to three doctoral candidates working on this theme. Arvin Lakshmisha works on the topic of rural urban dynamics in water governance in the lake region of Bangalore. Nora Schütze analyzes cross-sectoral and cross-level coordination between water and agricultural sectors in three Spanish river basins. And Ahmed Soliman conducts an institutional analysis in rehabilitated irrigation systems in the Nile Delta of Egypt. Three of them work with rich research methods, and I have learned a lot from them. In this particular opportunity, I speak to Nora Schützer. Thanks a lot for inviting me. I'm Nora Schütze. I'm a PhD student at the section of International Agricultural Policy and Environmental Governance at University of Kassel. And I've been working on water governance in Europe and in particular well, um, in Spain for quite some while now. As a master's student, I was already working in a project on participation in European water governance. We had several case studies in Spain and in Germany. This was a research project um, led by Jens Neweg at Leuphana University, also in Germany. And then this kind of um, what we did there sparked my interest. And then I decided to do also my PhD on water governance. And then I had the chance to work on a research project led by Andreas Thiel, which was called STEER. The project analyzed coordination in water governance and in many different um, areas of the world. So we had case studies also in, in Mongolia and South Africa, so not only in, in Europe, but I mainly worked on Spain. And there I analyze on I analyze how the agriculture and the water sector coordinate among each other for the implementation of the Water Framework Directive. Would you please tell us more specifically the problems that are addressed in your PhD research? 
In my PhD, I'm interested in, as I said already, in the coordination between the water and the agricultural sector. And there uh, in, in Spain, or Spain is particularly confronted with water scarcity and with, you know, with lack of water resources in the agricultural sector. And um, irrigation accounts for um, approximately almost 90% of the water consumption. So if your aim is to reduce water consumption, then the agricultural sector is crucial. So what they did in Spain is that they increased irrigation efficiency. There were a lot of policies to um, which granted subsidies to irrigators to improve irrigation systems, to make them more efficient with the overarching political aim to reduce agricultural water consumption in the end. But what we see is that um, this political aim was not achieved and that Spain is still far from also achieving the, the environmental objectives of the, um, of the Water Framework Directive. This was kind of my point of departure, and I then analyzed in my PhD um, how the different sectors, the agricultural sector and the water sector, river basin authority, in three different river basins, how they interact, how they are they coordinate and to in the implementation of these irrigation efficiency measures. And the idea was to also reduce water rights after increasing irrigation efficiency. So I look on different strategies, how the rural basin authority linked this increase of irrigation efficiency with water rights reduction, but which in the end, it did not happen in, in many places. So this is also the reason why uh, the agricultural water consumption did not reduce in the end. And I analyzed different policy processes of yeah, polycentric governance in this context over 10 years and compare it in, in three different river basins in Spain. So you're talking about scarcity on one hand, but then the intensity of uh, use in, in agriculture sector. And then if I think that how, how much uh, Spain is is supplying lots, I mean, vegetables and fruits to other parts of Europe. This is interesting. How did you decide that you, because you have studied Germany also and other places, how did you decide that you would study Spain in your, how did you choose your geographical uh, for your, uh, area for your study? Yeah, so, I mean, on the one hand, it's always, um, as we know, it's also practical reasons um, why you choose certain country or certain case studies. So the project that I was working in, um, STIR that I mentioned earlier, they already had some case studies included and one was the Guadalquivir in Spain. So I was anyway working on that um, on that case study and then I found it interesting to kind I included two more um, Spanish river basins because I thought it was interesting to kind of keep the contextual conditions constant and then see how nevertheless um, river basins who are kind of and rivers and authorities who are embedded in a similar governance system nevertheless um, in behave or interact differently and which have also different um, kind of show different performances. So that was the reason to really um, concentrate on Spain. But I also find it very interesting because, um, I mean, what I know from Germany is that we don't have, we have a lot of water resources still. I mean, this may, may change, but um, here the problem is rather water quality. But this is, people are not very um, 
aware of it because you cannot see it. Maybe your the water fees increase because there needs to be more treatment to kind of um, solve this problem of water quality, you know. But then, yeah, the general public, they are not very aware. And in, in Spain, um, it's different because, I mean, water scarcity, people can really see it. They see that there's not a lot of there if rivers get dried. And um, so it's really also a political topic. And that was very interesting for me to see how political um, it is, you know, water, how yeah that water is really a political topic and that's why i choose to to work on spain and i find it very interesting very interesting statement from you that you're you're comparing about quality and quantity you know and then which one that that the public could really perceive as problem and now that you have a compare three river basins and this river basin somehow are, are still connected uh no, it's no. not at all connected. Okay, no. and and how you see uh, the most interesting uh, difference that you could uh, comprehend to date? So um, yeah, there are many differences. Even though all, even though the three river basins are all located in southern Spain and they are confronted with similar problems. Um, I mean, there, there are differences, for example, one river in the Juca, they kind of achieved to organize a more collaborative process with water users, and they um, um, really achieved to use to reduce water rights of some water users. And that is why, um, and that is why also water consumption, agricultural water consumption did reduce a bit in, in this river basin. And I think one of the reasons is that they, the river basin authority kind of invested in, in developing trustful relationships with water users. So some of the water users, they also understood the need to reduce their water rights. And um, it was really a process going on for many, for many years. And um, and the Western Authority, they also kind of had the interest to reduce these rights. And in contrast, in, in the other two basins, um, they did not achieve to, to reduce water rights. And um, I think one reason was also that the Western Authority was not really interested in that because it's a very difficult administrative process. They fear that water users will um, sue them in the end um, in legal in courts so they simply decided not to do anything about that so you can really see um, differences water users uh, are they always uh, big farmers or also uh, different kind of uh, small farmers but a kind of collective and cooperative so um, men in Spain, most of the water users are organized in so-called water user associations. And this concerns um, surface water users, but also groundwater users. But the type of organization differs a bit for groundwater and surface water. And then um, these, so it's usually when I talk, for example, about participation of water users, it's mostly the water user association. So they're kind of political representation who then go to the to the processes or to the to the workshops and to submit written statements to the river basin authority and everything. But it's not the individual farmer who goes there. And um, 
then it depends but also i mean the agricultural sector is very well organized and there are also many large-scale farmers and but it depends on the region there are also more in um, almeria for example which is another yeah which is also in andalusia um, there are many small-scale farmers um, who depend on groundwater and who are not that connected to the rivers authority for example and in this context, um, I also look at participatory processes that were organized by river basin authorities for the implementation of the water framework directive. And there are many, I mean, not, there were many water users and water user association who participated in these processes, but also environmental NGOs and civil society organizations. And in Spain, I think um, the role of civil society organizations was and NGOs was very important. And um, there's a very important foundation called Foundation New Water Culture. So what they were founded, I think, two decades ago, and their aim was to kind of overcome the hydraulic paradigm, which is very dominant in Spanish water governance. And um, these, um, this foundation, they are um, also there are scientists involved, but also they were involved in, in movements and um, protests against, for example, large dams and water transfers um, some time ago. So they are very active and they are, um, these organizations are very critical in, in like observing the implementation of the directive by the river basin authorities. They um, published a lot of studies, which was also important for me to get a more critical um, view also on, on what happens in Spanish water governance. And um, there are also some, there are some processes where water users and these associations kind of collaborated or were brought together to discuss conflicting topics. The book chapters that you have uh, written in the book participation for effective environmental governance and and this is really look at the european water framework directive and i think what 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 the, i understand is that this uh, directive the it is uh, an inst institution that is uh, applied uh, somehow top down from the eu and then it's it's somehow have met different kind of institutions that is, uh, or, or problems that's already long attached to Spain, you know, and water scarcity and and lots of big infrastructure projects. And and in this your in your PhD study, did you observe or have you have you witnessed a kind of tensions and incongruencies, you know, among these institutions? And if this uh, failed by a very local level of water users, you know, maybe scientists, uh, NGOs, they, they could observe more about view and, and they have the different options uh, seen that could be implemented. But, you know, like maybe water users are very particular and they have also different, uh, yeah. What, what, what was interest you most in, in this kind of uh, tensions and, and conflicting institutions and um, yeah, thank you. So maybe first with regards to the Water Framework Directive, so they um, ask member states to involve um, stakeholders 
from all different sectors, but they don't tell member states how to do it. And then it's in the end, it's the best authority which decides how they um, can guarantee best the, the involvement and the participation of, of the general public and um, stakeholders. And um, then in Spain, it was mainly so uh, stakeholders had the possibility to, to submit written statements. And um, then they also were like more kind of events organized where, where these actors came together. And I think what is very what was very interesting for me in Spain is that water users were involved in, in water governance and in the river basin authorities, which exist already um, for a century. They were involved already in the beginning in these river basin authorities and have very have a very important say in all decisions that were taken by the river basin authority. So the agricultural sector and, and water users are very powerful and um, they shape many decisions um, which have been taken by the, by the river basin authority. And this can also explain why there's a, such a huge, this hydraulic paradigm, you know, that you solve um, water governance challenges through, for example, building large infrastructure and dams and um, increasing water supply so um, the and in contrast environmental actors for them it's much more difficult to access the river basin authority to get involved in in, in the important decisions and um, for example there are also river basin councils where a lot of water users like traditional water users are participating but the environmental sector is really underrepresented so um so the which was what was then important for for the environmental sector was that through the water framework directive the river basin authorities were obliged to also include them and include their aspects so they get kind of got a bit more powerful or got also included in the process but water users they were always very much involved in all decisions that were taken that was Nora Schützer. We thank her for interesting insights, for telling us about the problems of scarcity and its contestation, the EU water directives, as well as participations within the Spanish river basins.